They say, what's your show about? I say nothing. There you go. I think you may have something here. <laughs> Welcome to the Edge of Town Foolery, Season 3. I declare bankruptcy! Don't you want me? Yeah, baby! <laughs> yeah. I declare open the Olympic Games of 1976, celebrating the 21st Olympiad of the modern era. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. We have a trade to announce. I think you're going to want to hear this. You know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with, uh, with uh, I don't know. Uh, Speaking uh, moistly on them. And the Avalanche are 2022 Stanley Cup champions. Left side, Swanson to first. Browns are world champions. It is time. Good evening, everyone. My name is Bruce Mackey, and this is The Edge of Tomfoolery. Here at The Edge of Tomfoolery, we really don't know what we're talking about for the most part. But we do like to talk about music, sports, politics, all from a faith-based perspective, and kind of keep things light, have a Brook from here and a here and then, and then and do some tomfoolery. With me, the king of tomfoolery himself, Mr. Robert Morris. Hey, Bobby, hey, Bruce. how are you? Good. good yeah? Good. yeah? You're doing fantastic? Fantastical. Is there? There's no hunting season in the spring, is there? Are you uh, allowed to start just fishing? No. Uh, fishing you can't even fish now either. Right now, yeah. Oh. You can't fish. You can't hunt. What can you do? Uh, this podcast. That's about it. <laughs> and hunting season is open all year round in Alberta. Oh yeah. His name is Stephen Jonathan Roger Height. Get them steers. How are you, Stevie? <laughs> I'm good. I was just. Just driving out in the backyard just, just five minutes ago with a shotgun out of the roof just firing <laughs> to see what I could find. Oh, uh, sometimes I worry for our, our, our generation, some of the things that are happening. And this week I saw a tweet, and I just want to read it. I, you know when, when you have to check and go, is this satire? You know, like there's more and more stuff that's happening. It's like I, I don't believe anything. And I know there's people in my family who will – They'll read something, and I'm like, well, it's on Facebook. It's in Wikipedia. It has to be true, right? Yeah. But the, and, and I'm not sure that this is, but I it's been retweeted a few times. But according to uh, 2 plus 2 no longer equals 4, according to members of Ontario Mathematics Coordinators Association, who consider the equation to be a white supremacist dog whistle instead of basic mathematical truth. According to the webinar created by OMCA President Jason Toe, proponents of math, uh, math's political neutrality, who use the phrasing 2 plus 2 equals 4, are engaged in the act of covert white supremacy. This is the second installment of an ongoing investigation into Ontario's public school system. Okay, Bob Morris? Uh, never mind believe. I don't even understand. <laughs> okay, uh, is there such a thing as, okay, is there such a thing as absolute truth anymore? I mean, 
What is truth? You know, a number of years ago, it's like, well, I want to tell my truth. I want to tell my truth. It was like, it was almost subjective. It's like, oh, it's my, it's my truth. It's my, but two plus the, the thing I loved about, um, like math in school. I know a lot of people don't like math, but it was right or it was wrong. It was an like, absolute. It was yeah. an absolute. Like I, we used to have a thing and, and I don't know if this is still the case, but in English, let's say for instance, there was a there was a story. Maybe it was folklore. Maybe it was made up. I don't know, but I thought it was true. Where someone handed in a paper, got an A on it. Someone then they, the the teacher had marked it in pencil. So then the person squiggled out the the uh, marking on it, changed the name, handed the exact same paper in to the same teacher, and they got a B because it was a different name on the top. Right. Oh, interesting. So that always bugged me when it came to something like English because it was, it was more of a feeling, you know. But math was like you got it right, you got part marks sometimes if you didn't carry the one or something. Like you, you know, you got part marks, but for the most part, it was right or wrong. Mm. Yeah. But how do you respond, Bob Morris? To (laughs) two, two plus two means you're a white. Let me read that again. Um. Uh, who consider the equation to be a white supremacist dog whistle instead of basic mathematical truth. According to a webinar, proponents of mass political neutrality who use the phrase 2 plus 2 equal 4 are engaged in the act of covert white supremacy. What is covert white supremacy? (laughs) I never found it to be covert (laughs) anytime I've ever seen it happen, so... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't even know what it is anymore. You know, like it's, I, 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 I know, you know, when you watch the movie, uh, what was the one with Tom Hanks was the, was it Tom Hanks or the the old movies? Oh, now I forget the movies. Uh, they're all in the books. You can't handle the truth? That one? No, uh, no, I, I, it slipped my mind. The Firm. Who wrote The Firm? Oh, yeah. That's John, John Grisham. Grisham. Yeah, all yeah. the John Grisham books. And then yeah. uh, who's the who's the actor? All right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, he, that? he was in I that know. one. And uh, and someone was shot and the parent. Yeah. Maybe it was in The Firm. Anyway, true racism. But some of the stuff being thrown around now, like just existing becomes like saying two plus two is white supremacy. I'm like, what even does that mean? Yeah. Like, I, oh, I was never good at math, so I, I can't. I can't. You uh, can't be a white supremacist, no, no, right? That's right. <laughs> You're a cop out, is what you are. Oh, oh uh, I'm immune. So, what, what is is it? Is it is it basically oh, society yeah. turning its nose on absolute truth? Is that what is that what you feel? You know, some educators are heading us in, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> this is a landmine tonight. Yeah, like I. I, I I think there's there's some some relative true stuff at play. I, I think I think in a whole bunch of this stuff. Uh, I, I mean, do you think two plus two equals four, or are you? No, just... I'm, I, I'm saying that oh. like that like all of like all of this sort of um, you know, th- this sort of perspective on that there's that there's all truth is relative. It's not absolute. Like I think I think with so much of it, it's it's just that like people. Uh, you know, are so afraid to upset or offend or or mm. give a perspective that's that's you know yeah. to share how they actually feel about something that I, it's just like it, it's just become this sort of paralyzing fear right. that 
Yeah. Heaven forbid you upset so, someone. So, and, and Bob and I went to a, a radio thing on the, on the weekend. It was my 30th anniversary being on the Edge mm. radio show. At, I saw that. College. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 30 years, which means I started when I was two. Because I'm right, 32 yeah. now, right? That's so what the math is, yeah. yeah that's, that's good math, by the way. Fantastic math, right? Listen, I am no math. white supremacist. I can assure you that <laughs> I am 32. So, yeah. <laughs> so then I, um, we were there, and there was an individual who who I knew uh, mm-hmm. played hockey with my son and sat at the table with us, and I, I I'm like, oh, I, I didn't recognize and whatever, and then I realized, oh she identified as a female before and now she identifies as a male. And so I'm right, like, right, oh. right. and then I realized I put two and two together. I'm like, okay. Anyway, there, the, there was people at our table that were tripping over themselves, trying to make, feel comfortable, trying, doing everything. And then the gentleman beside them uh, said the wrong pronoun. And I, it was, mm-hmm, he, did you, you did pick up yeah. on that. And then he, he stopped and he goes, I'm really sorry. He said, I am really trying. I really am. You have to forgive me. I'm trying. And it was just, it was actually, uh, you know, it was, uh, I think we're all going to, like, I'm not talking about pronouns now, but we're all trying to make, uh, no one's trying to make anyone feel uncomfortable. However, when it comes to truth and absolute truth, I mean, I, I, I talked to you, I'm reading through the Bible. And in the Old Testament, I mean, there's things that you read there that make you feel uncomfortable. Sure. Like yeah. that. You know, God delivered your enemy into your hands and destroyed them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. and and then you, ha- how do you marry that up with people saying, "Oh no, we just have to love one another, just love, love, love," and it's like, how how do you reconcile that, Bob? Two plus two equals <laughs> seven. Uh, um, carry the one. Yeah. <laughs> what school did you go to anyway? <laughs> PECI. Yes. Yeah. For years, Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) (laughs) You you know, you know who have an important opinion on this, and I think we need to we need to talk to her. I think. Oh, here we go. Yeah, we haven't had her on yet. Here we go. She might not pick up. Mm, She's been away. Okay, there you go. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Tanya yes. McKay. It's Every Bruce, time. Bob, and Steve. We hadn't <laughs> called you for a few weeks, so we thought we better check in because people are starting to people are starting to murmur. Or is it a, just a slow night? <laughs> <laughs> you got us. <laughs> we're show we're we're slow on content, but we we wanted to read something that we we don't know if it's true or not, but it's on the internet, so it has to be true. We have a math problem. We have yeah. a math problem that that came out. And you, and you think that I know the answer? I'm pretty okay. sure you do. Let me read this. This was a statement that was just issued this week, and it was picked up by our friends at Fox News and a few other folks there. It says. Two plus two no longer equals four, according to members of Ontario Mathematics Coordinators Association, OMCA. And now I actually checked it, that that is a thing, OMCA. And actually, we have some folks that came to Joy Bible Camp who, if I told you their name, you would, you would say, oh, that makes sense, uh, that are a part of this OMCA. Uh, so it says uh, two plus two no longer equals four, according to OMCA, who consider the equation to be a white supremacist dog whistle instead of the basic mathematical truth. 
According to a webinar created in the OMCA president, Jason Toe, proponents of the mass political neutrality who use the phrasing 2 plus 2 equals 4 are engaged in the act of covert white supremacy. What is 2 plus 2, Tanya? I always thought it was 4. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So Bob, Bob copped out and he said he wasn't sure what it was. I, I said I wasn't good at math. Yeah. <laughs> I, do you so, think, am I a white supremacist? Is that what this means? Well, I think because you said I've always thought it was, you've left mm. the door open to think, mm. I am at the core of my being a white supremacist, <laughs> but I'm open to learning about being neutral and all other things. That's what I think you've left the door open to. Oh, I'm not neutral, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware you, you are, uh, we know where you stand on things. So, um, so uh, yeah, so is there such a thing as absolute truth anymore, Tanya? Um, yeah. No. <laughs> should there be? Like, should there be? Like, well, when you left, you you went away for the weekend with our daughter. When you came back, yeah. I mean, there wasn't one thing out of place in the house. Everything was just nice. perfect, right? Your husband, so, absolute truth. Yeah. Absolute yeah. truth was fantastic and you, looked you, after the house. You, you tried. <laughs> so, what is it about you? You can always tell when I've when I've done something or haven't put something back. Yeah. Like you can't get away with anything with you, right? I don't think so no, because you, you you always leave a trail behind. I do. I do. Uh oh. Like trouble. you know, in the snack drawer or in the. I remember yeah. once I got I got something out and I got something out of the cupboard and soy sauce <sighs> fell out on the floor, and then I cleaned it all up and, t- and then th- th- that night Tanya's like. Why'd you get soy sauce out? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, when it landed wow. on the floor, it sprayed up on the ceiling. Oh, <laughs> I had no yeah. idea. I always leave a trail. I always leave a trail. So be sure your uh-huh. son will find you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so when he would get into the cupboard and take some cookies, he would take a handful of them and he'd have to set them down in order could, to close yeah. the package. And I forget And one. so then the crumbs would be sitting oh, there because he set them down oh, somewhere. No. I, I always know. I always know. Uh, and so my 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 uh, middle child went and bought a whole whack of snacks, apparently. And when did she buy those snacks? Was it Friday, Tim? Uh, probably Thursday. Yeah. She got them okay, for yeah, the was, weekend. Yeah, that's right. She yeah. got them for the weekend. And she had maybe two or three a thing of Oreos. You know the Oreos you've got three or four rows. Oh yeah. She had two or three, and her sister found out. Her sister maintains she only this morning. This, yeah, this morning, morning she found out. Her sister maintains she had only had three cookies. And when Eva got home from work tonight, there was one cookie left in the whole bag. Wow. So actually, I can attest to this. Under that math, when there was four taken to begin with and three, that is only one left, right? Because my daughter's not a white supremacist. Yeah. So. Exactly. That's basic math. Uh, this is basic math. So, but uh, yeah, so, so my, 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 middle, my youngest child, you got to watch for her because she, uh, she's mm-hmm. a snack stealer. Um, so is this everything about white supremacy or is it in fact someone who is just bad at math and wants to get their math mark back up again <laughs> how was your how was your grades in math me 
you're the one I'm talking to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's four of us in this conversation. Yeah, but then I'm just talking to you. You're the. You're the we're most, not. We're not important. You're the. You're the you're, guest. You're yeah. the most important person in this conversation, Tanya Maggie. Um, it was. They were. They were decent. Decent yeah. math grades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bob, I, I just. Oh, Oh, behave, yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, Bob, how were your grades in math? Oh, poor. Were they? Mm-hmm. Two plus two equals? <laughs> I'm not a supremacist. I'm just ignorant. <laughs> Stevie, how were your... Okay, Stevie, I, let's talk about your grades in school for a second. How yeah, were your okay. grades in school? Listen, I, I did just fine. I, um, I graduated, I, you know? You graduated? Your certificate was... Yeah, it was, it was missing spots. Yeah, I do remember going to the one math class and do a midterm and just writing my name on the top, getting to the first question, going, you know what? Now nah, I'm good. And I just handed my paper. <laughs> I was like, ah, let's, who are we kidding? I didn't study. I have no idea the answers. Oh, I'll just, I'll just re, I'll re-enroll this semester. I got an extra spare. It was good. <laughs> and how did that go over with Roger and Anson when you told them? Well, you know, I, I come from a long line of people that go their own way. Oh, yeah, they man. blaze their own trails. Yeah. Oh yeah, I. Uh, that's interesting. But the thing I the thing I love about you, Steve, is you come across as this goofy, uh, like <laughs> kind of whatever. But you have more knowledge up in that brain of yours. When it comes, if you want someone to play Trivial Pursuit with you, you're the guy. Yeah. Yeah, the stuff that doesn't matter, I am filled to the brim with it, Bruce. <laughs> the stuff that does, it's a little, a little more, you know. I'm surprised you didn't know. Tanya, how many, how many Cy Youngs, Tanya, did Nolan Ryan win in his career? I think he told me zero. Look at that. Oh, see? Yeah, go. see? Oh, yeah. She, do, she does listen. She does, she does. And, you, 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 and, and, and did you, you watch part of the uh, documentary? And I saw some of it, and it appears that he was quite a good pitcher, yeah, and he, he probably should have won something. Yeah, and he was first ballot mm-hmm. Hall of Fame, but uh, yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's, on the, what's on the – so you were away for the – what is – you know, you were away for the weekend, and we, mm-hmm. we don't often spend – any time apart from each other, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and being away for a night and, mm-hmm. you know, I, you sometimes accuse me of not snoring, but breathing heavily. Mm-hmm. Yeah? <laughs> he's, he's a bit of a Darth Vader breathe, breather. Oh, there you go. You know? <sighs> oh, yeah. We know it well. Hulk, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that bad, but are you glad you're home now? I I am. And, for sure. and last night, you, I wasn't breathing like that, was I? No, no. I just tell you to turn over, and then I can't hear it anymore. It doesn't go. sound exactly. It doesn't sound exactly that pleasant when you tell me that. <laughs> Does she punctuate it with an elbow? It's always like, yeah, it's like an elbow or a knee. Oh, that's good, yeah. Or the combo, the old elbow-knee combo. The devastator. Get away from me, Darth Vader. It's the Tanya devastator. So uh, last night at the auction, I I have to talk about the auction again. I I was, Steve, is, is Jenny your filter from time to time? Like, do you get yourself in trouble when she's not around? 
Yeah, like I when we watched Pinocchio, the the live, and I was like, "Oh, you're Jiminy Cricket." I said to her because I was like, "I don't." Most people, their conscience is inside. Mine walks around with a little top hat and tells me not to do stuff. So, right. So yeah. I Tanya was away and didn't come back for the auction. I'm oh, auctioneering yeah. and stuff. That's and part of a trick as an auctioneer. Sometimes when stuff isn't bidding well, you mm-hmm. as the auctioneer do, do a bid in, like because there's, yeah. if there's only one person bidding, then I'll bid on something. So yeah. there was a ukulele that was, um, and so usually Tanya is is my conscience who will just kind of say like if I've done a joke that's not kind of funny yeah. or whatever, I'll just look over and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so she wasn't there last night. So then I started bidding on stuff, and somehow I don't know how I ended up with a ukulele with a big picture of Elvis on it. So. Wow! For for one hundred and seventy five dollars. <laughs> wow! Tweed's finest ukulele. I like this. Bruce, Bruce is in the building. <laughs> so I, yeah, I said, "I won this thing," and I'm like, "Oh boy, my wife's not with me tonight." When I'm going to show up at the house with this ukulele, she's going to say, "You spent how much on what?" And so, <laughs> I, I was a it was a big joke. So then, like ten items later, they are giving uh, uh, there's a gift certificate to Paulo's restaurant. And tickets to the Empire Theater t- for two people to see an Elvis show, an Elvis concert. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And so I had brought up, I said, listen, I stopped the auction. I said, listen, let's let's be frank. We all know Elvis lives in Tweed. We all know he, yeah, like, it's a well-known fact. He's up in Tweed. Yeah. And, and you know, honestly, you need to bid on this item because we, we really don't know how much longer he's going to be with us. So you need to get to the concert to see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so then I, it was up to 350 375 they were like just, uh, it was like pulling teeth to get yeah. the, the bids to go up. Anyway, uh, the woman who was bidding, I said, if you bid $500, I will give you my ukulele Elvis ukulele yes! right this moment. And she did $500. And so I'm there like, you go. give it to her. So, so I pay. So when I went up to pay at the end of the auction, they're like, what are you paying for? I'm like, well, the Elvis ukulele, it was $175. And they're like, do you still have it? I'm like, I, I, I do not. Yeah, I, <laughs> I gave it away. But uh, that's... Awesome. Uh, so you shouldn't let me out in public on my own. Sure, sure. I know. Uh, I know. I, but did you get many complaints today? No, I didn't see very many people today. Though, <laughs> that. Well, people... I was, I was teaching downstairs, so I didn't see very many people. Yeah, and people I were... I children. Oh, yeah, I and, children. And people were talking about the bull rushes today, so it was... Sure enough. And, yeah. And, and what yeah. happened with the bull rushes, they were waving them around, they were dancing, they were doing all kinds of stuff, and doing stage dives off the stage, and then they went directly downstairs <laughs> to my wife to teach, to mold their oh. minds. And Tanya was so <laughs> distracted. Were... You were so distracted, you were doing the Bible verse on the dry erase board and what happened you know when you put the verse on the board and then you wipe out the words to see if they can remember it's like a little trick yeah yeah. oh yeah yeah Yeah. what happened when you started erasing the words well i went to wipe off the first word i can't remember i think that it might have been aiden a bear that asked for me to erase a word anyways it did not come off. <laughs> it was, oh no! I accidentally, I accidentally used a sharpie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, looks like you're bidding on a whiteboard yeah. now. Bruce. Yeah, I know. Well, apparently, I'm just saying I'm not. I'm no scientist or anything. Right. But permanent eraser, permanent. You know how you get it off? 
Hand sanitizer works like a charm. Oh, they, it yeah, destroys the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strong stuff. Strong stuff. It, it came causes off. one to wonder. So something right? good did come out of COVID. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. <laughs> I don't know. When you think that it will erase permanent marker, and then you realize, like, wait a second, it's permeating my hand here in an awful. Yeah, that's how you call. I have I have no longer fingerprints because they're all gone from the. Uh, you know, it's all good. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Tanya, for joining us. Uh, you're very welcome, <laughs> I think. <laughs> All good night. Good night. Oh, All right. I have to. She loves talking to us. She really does. Oh, he can tell. It's, it shows. It comes right through the oh, air. Yeah, but, right. you know, but, she uh, she knows me too well. She right. went right to the core of, you don't have any show prep. Like she, yeah. <laughs> you notice that, Bob? Yep, slow night. Yeah, she she slow night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so let's talk sports for a second. Um I was reading out uh, a few things and uh, <clears throat> talking the sports, talking hockey. I don't know how much longer our friend Mister Sutter is going to be able to stay on in Calgary. Oh yeah, there's there's some rumors afoot. So so my question of the day is: If Mister Sutter gets fired, will Chris Sutter still be the honorary mascot for the team? Oh, well, I mean, it's not that far a drive from Viking to Calgary. So uh, we're, we're hoping that Chris, we're able to, I'll just say this. If we lose Daryl, we're hoping to retain Chris's services. So Chris, we're all hoping. Chris is Daryl's uh, son. son. And he, yeah, how old yeah. is he, 30? I think he just turned 30 a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he has Down syndrome. Okay. And he has lots of joie de vie, shall we say? Oh, yeah. He was dancing up a storm about 20 feet from me a few weeks ago at the game. So. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does he have a costume? Or? No, no, just a jersey. None, oh. none required. Bob. <laughs> none required. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. He, I think he did that in, in L.A. too, and he's just I been – so, I yeah, think yeah, he's yeah. done it wherever he goes. Um, yeah. uh, talking about uh, also hockey, Ryan Reynolds was seen at City Hall on Friday – in Ottawa. So it's a pretty well-known fact that he's going to attach his horse to whoever or I think he's picked a side now. He's picked an owner that he wants to go with. Uh, if the And the NHL has made it known that they want him to be a part yeah. of, the, of the deal. So how this equates to Belleville. Ottawa and Eugene Melnick and the estate of Eugene Melnick uh own the Belleville Bulls or Belleville Senators. So I have promised my wife that if Ryan Reynolds purchases the Ottawa Senators, he will be coming to a Belleville Senators game. I promised her that. Wow. I have no business promising her that, but I promised her that anyway. So uh, do you see him as a potential or a face of the Ottawa Senators, Bob Morris? Sure. Why not? Who who is a who's an owner of any sports team that you kind of go? I like that. Well, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think anyone that's going to get involved with them. We talked about Gene see, Autry, I, though, yeah, but yeah, yeah, Gene, yeah, yeah. But yeah. what, like a famous athlete that was a, I mean, George W. used to own the Texas Rangers, right? Yeah, yeah. I liked it when uh, John Candy and oh, uh, Wayne Gretzky that's right. invested yeah, yeah. in the Argos. And the Argos, yeah, yeah, yeah I forgot about right. that. I remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I lent some money to my friend Bruce. I forget his name. He collected coins and he bought the L.A. Kings. And he never oh, yeah. he never paid me back, so uh, yeah. <laughs> they're probably they're probably held in some safe deposit box somewhere. Yeah, that's it. Uh, other sure. famous owners, 
famous Michael, jo- Michael Jordan owned the, the whatever they were called, the yeah. Charlotte Charlotte Hornets for a bit. So yeah. not that many, not that many really. You gotta be mm-hmm. like a billionaire really. Yeah, yeah, and you can't yeah. and Ryan Reynolds says I don't have the money. I just yeah. I, I, I want yeah. some I need a sugar daddy. I totally, think that's yeah, the exact yeah. words he used. I think uh, that was like the quote. I yeah. think that was the quote. And I think uh, Mario Lamux, yeah, or as we like to call him Lemieux, uh he he was the owner of the Pittsburgh Penguins That's for a right. while. Yeah. Uh, there's a hockey team over in the Czech Republic, or as our friend Jim Gregory likes to say, Czechoslovakia. And he, um, it was owned by uh, Jeremy Jager. That's right. Yeah, I think he was still still owned. And Jeremy is still playing. Yeah. Yeah. 50, 51, 52, which is young, obviously. <laughs> it's That's something. Let's be good. Um, we talked about, I don't know if we talked about um, the Belleville. Bulls slash Senators. And and uh, there was a game last week where the Belleville Senators wore the Belleville Bulls jerseys. And I wanted to play a little something here. At the game, I coordinated a, an event where I said, I'm going to get some of Belleville Bulls alumni to come in. Would you consider, I said to our head coach, would you consider having one of them come in and do a pregame talk? You know how they do a pregame talk yeah. and then just give away the, the opening lineup? So this is, I coordinated it. It was just nice to see it come to fruition, and I will play it here. Uh, here is Adam and Greg. Adam and Greg Bignall. I, I think they're going to be playing in here. Jersey Sports. 487 games. Greg and Adam Bignall. Adam Bignall, you might hear the legend of this man. Last game, laid the jersey on the, on the logo and skated off. One of the last guys to use the Bulls jerseys. So pretty cool. He's going to bring way more energy than Q did and give you a starting lineup. Yeah. Uh, first off, just want to thank you guys for doing this. Uh, for all the alumni tonight, it means a lot. Uh, us personally, our family's got a lot of blood blood and sweat spilled on that logo. Okay, so it means a lot. And we, we trust you guys are, are going to make us proud for wearing that tonight. Okay? So in that, we got Bebo, Hetherington, Bernard Docker, Lucini, Charche, Sock Club. So it's pretty cool to have a father-son combo that played yeah. that, and you remember both generations. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you remember about the uh, Bignall, the first uh, Greg Bignall generation? Uh, the team was up and coming. He he was pretty tough. Yeah, he was very tough. Eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the one cool thing before the game, I was giving them a tour, and they hadn't seen the new facility, and I was giving them a tour. And Adam Bignall was was tough in his own right, smaller but tough mm-hmm. in his own right. And and he had uh, noted that there was a guy that used to play for the Oshawa General, Scotty Sabrin, that was on Belleville. And he goes, I actually got in a fight with Scott. And I said, who won? And he goes, not me. Not me. <laughs> so not then me. as we're going a tour of the dressing room area, I was kind of taking them around. And who wasn't dressed but was sitting there, Scott Sabrin. So it was kind of neat to, to see <laughs> them awesome. go up and, and talk to each other. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I remember of, of uh, Greg Bignall's generation. I remember Scott Thornton. I remember Steve Bancroft, oh. Rob Pearson, Jeff Fife, uh, Corey Cooper. Uh, just yeah, just good memories. And they they had a good team back then. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I remember, so I had coordinated all these alumni to come back. And then I, in the first intermission, they were doing a parade of alumni out onto the ice and across. Right, Bob? They went from one to the right, other, right across, yeah. right across. And so then we we're all getting set up, and I'm like. There's this old guy, like I, he's following around. I'm like, who is it? Like, 
these are for Blair's alumni. Like, I don't know who this guy thinks he is. And then all of a sudden we go to the hallway and he comes with us. And I'm just looking around. I'm like, what is this old guy doing anyway? And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, he looks like Walter Gretzky. It's Brent Gretzky. He looks just, yeah, he looks like Walter Gretzky. He has glasses. Did he not look like Walter? He resembled Walter quite a bit. Quite a bit. I was shocked. I'm like, and then I'm like, I stepped back and I went, yeah, that is Brent Gretzky. And he's younger. I think he's my age or maybe a little younger. But uh, wow. talk about becoming your father. Yeah, that's very, very cool. Yeah. Wow. That's so, but it was neat to see, uh, you know, and and is it the psyche we talked about and, and, and everyone's been a buzz around here. There are people that will not cheer for the Belleville Senators simply because they are Toronto Maple Leaf fans and they mm. can't within their being and their fiber say, go Senators, go. So they're Leaf fans. And when the Marty's come to town, they'll go and cheer for Toronto. It's just ridiculous. But there has been a movement afoot, and people have said, like, why don't we just call ourselves the Bulls again? Like, if we call ourselves the Bulls, Toronto, the Toronto fans, you would think, Bob, as a Toronto fan, what yeah. would you think that would? That that would be fine. Are Leaf I've fans that it. shallow? Oh, probably. Don't, a- don't answer that, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, probably. You Bob, two plus. It's never, it's never bothered me. <laughs> two plus two, Bob, is. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Oh. Would would the Ottawa organization go for that? I I think Ottawa might, but they don't own the rights. Gord Simmons, the former owner of the oh, Belva Bulls, he right, owns the rights. Right. He'd have to he'd have to uh, authorize it and or sell them the rights. But, you know, a lot of people like. Calgary, uh, the Wranglers, you know, yeah, Utica yeah, Comets, mm-hmm. the, the Hedgehogs or the Ice Hogs, uh, you know, the Laval Rocket. Everyone's got different names, mm-hmm. but oh, we yeah, are the, yeah. I, you know, when I saw it out there, I'm like, and, and I was coming, leaving the night, uh, the Milwaukee Admirals were in town, and that's Nashville's uh, yeah, yeah. Nashville's farm team. And so as I was leaving, there was a, Na- a Nashville player or a, a Milwaukee player that was there talking to his parents. And as we went by, Isaac and I both heard the guy. He goes, man, did you see those jerseys out there? They were sick. Those were awesome. <laughs> he was talking about the Belleville jerseys. He goes, man, they were yeah, sick. Yeah. They were awesome. And uh, and we just kind of both heard it, and we just kind of grinned and said, yeah, they, they were sick. Yeah, they were, they they were, were, yeah, they yeah. were fire. Fire. Uh, anything else we missed? Uh, in, in music, and uh, actually I will play this. In music, there's two, two things I wanted to bring up. Uh, the Newsboys announced they have a new member, Adam Eggie. Uh, he was a solo artist in his own right, and then uh, he's been with them touring, and I saw them five years ago. He was an opening act for them, and he was Google Adam Eggie. Okay. Stevie, uh, A-G-E-E. He was in a band, and I forget which band he was in. Um, so okay, yeah, let's Go- see if we can find him here. Adam Eggie. Stellar Cart. Stellar Cart. That's it. There you go. Stellar Cart. He was the lead singer for Stellar Cart. So he's now with the Newsboys. And they, have you ever noticed, they announced it actually on the 31st, but then it starts showing up on your feed on Ah, April 1st. eh? That's that's the problem. I refuse to believe anything that, that that happens. Like any news that comes out. The Jays released a tweet saying that they were uh, two weeks behind on their home opener because the construction wasn't done. So they had to push oh, the yeah. home opener to the 28th of April. And I'm like, that's actually almost believable. Like, I could see that with the, the renovations. Uh, yeah. But then I'm like, oh, no, it's April 1st. Right. Uh, uh, it always gets me. Is April 1st, was it big in the Morris household growing up at all? Uh, there was one or two little things, but n- I, no, not big. Yeah, I can't see Ruth. 
tolerating that. Oh, to be truthful. would not tolerate. No. <laughs> what about the height household? The current, oh, yeah. the yeah. current height household <laughs> is Ethan oh, yeah. or Drew. Are they into it? Oh, they love it. The challenge this year was it was on a Saturday, and so like we hold. The thing is, my children are a little unhinged, like their father, and so we have to hold to the twelve o'clock rule. Yeah, the twelve because o'clock otherwise, rule. Like yeah. we're like. We're April Fool at like five PM, and yeah, all you that can't do off, that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So the so we like I, I let them sleep in longer than normal. So the 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 fool the if it, you know the April foolery is not Tom foolery, April foolery. Yeah. That was not too much, but yeah, they they enjoy they enjoy a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that. Uh, the other bit of news: Point of Grace, who uh, they've been out for many many years. Point of Grace uh, kind of went country the last number of years, and they released a new album, and it's remakes of other people's songs. And so they've got they've just released uh, the new album's coming out in April, but they've got three songs out now. And the one song it just brings me back to my '90s. And Steve, I thought, and Bob, it would bring you back to a time they they do a remake of Awesome God, and you have a little bit of Rich Mullins in there. Oh, and yeah. then, do you remember West King? Uh, he sang the robe and I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, West King, they did a song of his called "I Believe," and uh, it was anyway. It's great, great album. If you want to check it out and relive part of your youth, uh, let me just see if I can put some of it on here. But I, I just, where is it here? I don't know if I can get on. Point of Grace. So you want to check it out? I love. I, I like to recommend music. And this is an album that it just is like it's fresh and new, and it's the old again. So, and I, I'm told bell bottoms are coming back in. Everything that was old is new again. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard that. Yeah. Turntables. Yes, record players are back. Bobby, Bobby, and I, I. I did a little. I did a little trick on Bobby. Bobby the other night, didn't I, Bob? I I was speechless, even more so than in this show. Uh, so <laughs> we went to this auction at the uh, CJLX, and it was a silent auction. And I had put in a bid on a few things, and there was I put a bid in on a turntable. Oh, nice! And I was the successful bidder. Well, I've I've already got a turntable, so I and I didn't have a hands to bring it all out. So as we're bringing it out, I said, "Bobby, can you carry it for me?" Yeah, yeah. And then we got out near the front. And I said, "Can you do me a favor?" And he goes, "Yeah." And I said, "Can you put that in your car?" And he's just like. <laughs> I think your your it's face kind of went like, well, first of all, I'm hearing, can you put that in my car? And I was going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you used the wrong terminology there, Bruce. Don't talk about my pronouns, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bobby. But it was much appreciated. Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. I have got a giant rat living in the garage, and it's big. I've got the camera out there, and it's probably that big. Uh, It's nasty. So It it could be hunting season. Oh, yes, it needs to be. So I've got some traps out there. I'm about to give a negative star review. I bought like a $50 trap on Amazon. It all had big stars. Well, I've had it out there a week. I probably did something wrong, but it ain't done nothing. Uh, so yeah, but uh, my neighbor apparently he's been getting tons, and they're coming in underneath. I need to get a new garage door, but I, the rubber's all gone, and we're getting new doors. So anyway, I, I just scary. don't like the d- destruction that it's caused. I got out my trampoline, which was in the storage. Thankfully, it didn't chew the bottom of the trampoline, but it, cho- it chewed the sides of the trampoline. Is, is it a live trap, Bruce? Or yeah, well, it's a, not. 
well, it's live now because I didn't catch it. But when I uh, catch it, it's one where it's it'll suck you in, and then when you get in there, it electrocutes you. Oh wow! Whoa. Yeah, but in a nice humane. <laughs> according to the reviews, it's in a nice humane way. So. No. <laughs> No C4 or anything like that. Oh, no, just... Well, that should work, yeah. <laughs> Electricity, that'd it's, be good. It's a humane electrocution. There's, <laughs> there, those are very, very common. I believe in capital punishment, all right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. For the Edge of Tom Fuller, I'm Bruce Mackey. I'm Bob Morris. I am Steve Hyde. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We will see you next week. <laughs>